tell them to bring me my money. Okay, we are back. It's, it's Just Money Podcast, Season 2, Episode 2, Football Topics. All football, all the time. All the boys are here once again. We are thankful for that. Let's talk to them. Jake first this week. Jake, how are we? Quit you on your headphones. Yeah, as we say, after he, after he gets done. Bad habit. Post dinner dessert. Yeah, geez, guys. No, I'm doing good. I don't got anything to, I don't have anything to talk about. My weeks aren't interesting and I have no bets to talk about. <laughs> Your but, weeks are I'm interesting. Here, I'm here with my friends and uh, I get to see my friends this weekend. So yeah, all Chief, good. You probably have one of the more interesting jobs of us. Are you keep doing my good, Jake? out of this, Jordan. All right, Jake, you sound uh, yeah, I, you sound I'm a little good. sad. I just said I don't have anything to talk about. Yeah, that's exactly what a sad person would say. Really, really good uh, intro. Really getting our audience locked in for this uh, episode. They're like, "Oh, this is really fucking interesting. Can't wait to listen." Yeah, are you talking? You're talking about you, right? Yeah. Okay. You guys yeah. Uh, I don't do anything fun. <laughs> I I have a boring week. Welcome to the show. Thought I'd, <laughs> thought I'd spin okay. it. Okay, Reese. Reese, get us some. Sure. Jordan made interesting into a four-syllable word. That's all I heard that whole time. He said interesting. 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 You went interesting. It's interesting. So three-syllable word. Interesting. It's not going to collapse, my God. Good start. I'm good, though, guys. I'm so happy to be back. I've never been more excited to talk about sports and football uh, you hold on before we before we get i mean we're on we're we're a sports betting podcast we're mainly football now but uh what's uh is there an over is there an over tomorrow for the field of dreams game what's uh the over hit it a promo flight around on that to be actually it's the cut it's the cubs reds yeah so reach your cubs guys so what's what's the line what's cubs the over are... there's gonna be like nine jacks tomorrow right uh I don't know if the ball will fly tomorrow night. Ooh, Sometimes ooh, the, the over under game. eight and a half. I'm thinking hammer that. Yeah, I mean my only baseball bet of the year. Love that, love that. Smiley and lo- yep, yeah. They might yeah. have some cool. Well, they bring out some cool jerseys. Yeah, those have already been announced. They're doing like some retro throwbacks. So cool stuff for the state of Iowa. Well, we're already into it. We're already talking. But Jake, you could probably hear him. Um, before we get into it, let's talk about social medias. On all forms of social media, please do so. It's the same across the platforms. We nailed it. It's at It's Just Money Pod. That's it. At It's Just Money Pod, all lowercase, no apostrophe, nothing. Just do it. At It's Just Money Pod, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you name it, we have it. Absolutely. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, this is what this is available on. And a side note, if you're following that, you might as well follow at Booked on Saturdays. It's JP's little side brand that he's been doing, writing some good blogs, so check that out if you haven't. Um, if you have good job, keep it up, follow all the yeah. pages, tell your friends about it. Might as well throw it a fall stuff. And if you call yourself a football fan, you might as well do it for sure. Yeah. I'm just doing a little bit of side gig, uh, basically just TikTok and mainly the blog. So, uh, yeah, booked on Saturdays, just as parks just said, uh, enjoying the heck out of it right now. So a lot of fun, a lot of content. Good. Yeah, okay. Follow, follow, follow the TikTok and all those pages because you get to hear us say stupid stuff, but if you can actually watch the videos of our faces and get the live reactions when we say stuff like that, good it's point, Reese. When you learn new words and how to say them, you know that might be yeah. on there. That's very amazing. true. 
<laughs> athletes now. Okay, let's move into it. Let's go to uh, official bets. And this is regards to both college football and the NFL. Um, I imagine most of this talk is going to be taken up by college football. That's fine. Let's start there. Um, does anybody have any bets that they love? And actually, I don't know why I asked you guys because I'm going to open it. How do we feel about Hawaii plus six and a half? Yeah, isn't that interesting? I don't know if that Hawaii is going to be really bad this year. And so is Vandy. I think, well, I think Vandy, Vandy might be better than what we're expecting. Like, what are we expecting? There's a lot of one win. Um, Three, I've I've seen three wins on some things. I think a lot of people think they're going to win uh, in DeKalb against Northern Illinois. I think people will, well with that win, I'm assuming they could beat Hawaii, and then I think they play uh, some FCS team that well, they might get three wins. They just play the toughest conference and the toughest schedule of all time outside of that. But I mean, is it? I feel like they got to get something rolling with that new coach, and I don't know what better way than. Uh, I'm I'm a little disappointed though that it's not a uh, like a twelve thirty at night kickoff. I think it's like oh what, yeah three thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't find the time right now. It's not giving it to you on the app, but I seems to me like eleven p.m. kickoff Central Time, which would I'm, be electric. I'm almost positive it is an afternoon game. I will pull it up here. Yeah, Are we going to acknowledge the fact that we just said Vanderbilt's supposed to be not that bad and they're projected at three wins? You well, said that. By their for like their non-conference <laughs> matchups, they, they should take care of business. It's not like – They're a different standard think... of not bad. Oh, their okay. standard is I'll... like they're with like UMass and like UConn, that bad. Like that's their standard. Um, like not that you, bad is like – Yes, three. thank you. Uh, and and by the way, uh, it's a nine thirty p.m. game. Beautiful. What's the, what time? Beautiful. Zone is Love that. that. Is that Central that, Standard? That would be Central, so that'd be our time. Holy! But, well, shit. not your time, Reese, but our time. I think, uh, and we go back to standard. I'm talking like they're not like Power Five Kansas or Duke bad, but they're just really bad for their conference compared to yeah. I don't know. They they would probably sneak in. One or two wins in if you threw them in the ACC. I don't know. I don't know about that, man. I I, I feel like all the highlight films I watch are like biggest upsets of 2021. It's like Charlotte and Texas State and all these teams beating Vanderbilt. I don't know. I mean, I get what you're saying because it's hard to tell because they're in a conference loaded with good teams, which we actually will talk about a little bit later. Um, but I just think they're awful. I don't think they win more than one conference game in all power fives. Yeah, they're, they're not awful. good. I, they're just – they're not that I'm good. I'm not like going to – yeah. You've blown up by – what was it, East Tennessee last year? Like, blown out. Like, they're not good, That no matter where <laughs> you plug them. They wouldn't beat Kansas. Hawaii plus six and that. a half. Hawaii plus six and a half is a sneaky 930 bet. I mean, that it's going to – my eyes are going to be on it, so we might as well have a little fun, eh? That sounds like a game that I would put skin on only after I've had like a, a full day of betting where you've been like even. And you're like, well, there's a 930 game. Let's just watch that and see if I can come out even, you know? Like, there's a game right or, now. Or about, the first. That's the Schaefer special. Dude, that yeah, game would get that's... done at like 2.30 in the morning for me. Uh, guilty as charged. That would be charged. a grind. <laughs> that, uh, Yeah. Too many times caught myself trying to make up some money last year with some with some late game kickoffs. Just 
got myself into some trouble. First <laughs> this team year, to score. This year, it's going to be like doubling down my winnings. I'm going to win every damn game during the day, and then I'm going to double all that down on Vanderbilt and Hawaii. Schaefer, are we going to start the year the same way you did last year with Utah State minus 27 and a half against UConn? I would just, I was just going to ask Fresno, Fresno State. Fresno. Fresno. Um, got to gotta come out and see what uh, – what my it's big huge. lines yeah. are. Um, I I went back and looked at all my bets because I have them all uh, recorded down from last season. I started off the first two weeks absolutely on fire. Um, oh, but you're talking about Parks. You're talking about Utah State playing UConn this year. Yes, that's what I was. That's what I was is asking. That, are you going is to that bet the, the is that the line for it? Twenty seven. Yeah. Twenty seven and a half. I kind of like that. I think Utah State's an underrated team in the Mountain West uh, and. I don't think what it'll, be, they, it'll be hard for them to repeat as last year when they were also underrated going into the year. That's where I see the difference is now they are expected to be good. The rest of the conference knows they're good. So, you know what I mean? You're not sneaking up on anybody now. Maybe it's one of those games, though, or one of those, yeah, first week, come out just piss-pounding UConn. I don't know. I <laughs> I don't think Jim Moore is going to be turning UConn around anytime soon. No. It kind of seems like a lost cause of a program. No, 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 no. But uh, kind of jumping back into like bets that are official. I know we talked win totals last week, kind of whatever things that we liked. Uh, officially, I'm on West Virginia over five and a half. I did not get the Wake Forest one in before the Sam Hartman news that came out today, which is sad because um, that number was basically taken off all the books for obvious reasons as they reevaluate things. Um, so I, I know I didn't get that one in completely. Uh, we wish the best for Sam Hartman, by the way. A lot of fun to watch. I know Parks is a big fan of what he does at Wake uh, and watching all their games. So yeah, prayers up for that guy. Hopefully all is okay and he can play this year. Uh, officially on Michigan State over seven and a half and officially on Auburn under six. So those are the three I'm officially on. I don't know if you guys have any takes on those. I know we talked a little bit about it last week, uh, but those are the three I liked. I did, I did play around with the idea um, – of excuse me uh south florida under four and a half i just i don't know i don't know that much about south florida i've tried to do more i just can't get a read on them i know they're bad they were horrible last year but you know how good is the american this year too this kind of thing four and a half is a big big number for kind of a tough schedule that they got um i personally for your take you're gonna find out very 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 early how good that West Virginia bet's going to be when they play in the backyard brawl Thursday night. Yeah. That's, well, well, and, I mean, you're going to find out everything about that team, I think. And Pitt, I think, I mean, I think they could win that game. I think Pitt's going to be good. I don't know if Pitt's, I mean, in one of the, and Pitt to win their side of the ACC, that, I just simply have no idea where to go on that side of the ACC. So that's where I went with it. Uh, but I think eight wins, which is under Pitt's total, is could win that side. It's one of those weird years. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, I'll know right away. Even with Auburn, Auburn could legitimately start out like five and zero, and I could still win that bet. That's how hard their yeah. schedule is. Yeah, it's the scary. back half of their schedule is brutal. Brutal. But I don't I think, think they'll think... get Penn State. I don't think they get. Penn no, State. I, I, I'm with you there, and I think that, um, I don't know. I think that locker room, obviously, locker room culture. That's that is a big deal in college football, and I think with Harson and the <laughs> off yeah, the field shit he likes yeah. to pull. I just think it's gonna There's be a, a big deal. I mean, <laughs> yeah, even as if, much – I don't know. Even if they're you saying – going around they're... – what was it, a student assistant or some yeah, something like that? Was, 
just bad, mean to staff and players, like brutal to him. And then there's rumors that he was getting with a uh, staffer. I don't know if she was a student at Auburn or if she was just a staffer, but she was w. like 25. And so, <laughs> w I don't know for if him, that's true. Not, a good, not a good look for his team. I'm going to be your photos honest. floating around the internet. There's probably, a, you know, there's, there's, <laughs> There's probably something going on where there's smoke. There's I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know Reese Snyder was selling franchises. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> I'm so uh, oh wait, getting, get, okay. getting with people on the staff. Yeah. yeah. Sure, whatever. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. Fast forward this part. Oh. Fast forward this part, mom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's only funny to like. Three of us, but that's bad. Okay, moving on. Uh, next bet I was looking at uh, Nevada. Up, side. <laughs> Nevada at New Mexico State over 55 and a half. Uh, I think Nevada could put up 55 themselves, so I'll take. I don't, yeah, it's gonna. I need a, I, 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 as far as like official bets go, I think I want to put in at least another preseason bet before I kind of get things rolling. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I look into those first uh, week games. But the one bet that I do have is I just kind of talked about last week because I don't see a ton of value in win totals. Um, so I really haven't convinced myself to pick one yet. So the one I did bet was actually kind of random. I picked App State uh, at plus 220 to win the Sun Belt. I just kind of think it's theirs to lose at this point. Uh, you return a quarterback like Chase Bryce. He threw for 27 and 11 last year. Uh he loses a lot of depth at the receiver position, but I mean, the, it's App State and it's the Sun Belt. It's not like they got to re- reload with talent to yeah. go against SEC teams or whatever. And Cameron Peoples and Nate Noel are both yeah, back at great. running back. Dude, they ran it for over 2,000 yards last year. Yeah. So it's not going to matter how much he has to throw to these new receivers. So, yeah, he's, and he's honestly, got a dynamic hero behind him. Yeah. So that and accounting for, I don't know what you guys think about this, but. Uh, I think their non-conference schedule is going to be a great uh, warm-up test. I don't know. It's going to build them for the conference play. It's uh, literally going to smack them in the face if they're not ready to go right away. So that, I think that's a plus. Like Yeah. So, like, they're ready to ugly. go from the start. Yeah. So they go – they play uh, North Carolina for those listening, and then they go to Texas A&M in back-to-back weeks, I believe. Yep. I mean, if they, you want to get ready for a season, bring in an in-state rival. That'll get uh, – Boone, North Carolina, pop, and you saw how crazy it got last year when Coastal came in. Now they're bringing an in-state team. Then they go to College Station, which is hostile as can team with a lot of expectations. And I think if they, I don't know what that line will be. Probably around two touchdowns, maybe a little bit more. Uh, yeah, uh, I would say seventeen or so. But if they can just, if they sit within seventeen, I think that's respectable. You know what I mean? They could easily get, but. I think that, uh, well, I mean, the, the, their style the of play as well. I mean, they, they're they a little slower with the way they like to run the ball, but they also put up a ton of points. They were 22nd last year in points per game, um, but they also love to slow it down and run the football. And I think that will help going into Texas A&M where, like, they could keep it within, I don't know, 14, 17 points. The biggest thing is, is, like, when you go against SEC powers like that is, like, getting everybody healthy out of the, out of that game, like, continuing mm-hmm. to move forward don't let this these teams just absolutely wallop you and you suffer injuries and it hurts you through conference play the one thing i don't like which like this bet is like based conference championship based it's not regular season so it doesn't matter sure. a ton 
but I don't love them going to Coastal this year because, frankly, they don't win that football game last year if it wasn't in Boone. So that might play a factor, and that'll probably be a game they lose. But like I said, they'll probably run into Coastal in the conference championship game. I think that's yeah. what the Sun Belt title would be. Uh, um, two but, years ago was Parks' big hit on a last second pick six that made pick no six, sense, baby. correct? Yeah, that yes. was the game he had him by uh, six, and they were up house. four. Uh, Coastal picks a ball off, takes it to the house for no apparent reason. Didn't even need to do it. They could have gone down and taken it in game over. And they house house, house. like just a you know twenty yards straight in. This guy was touching hash to hash sideline to sideline. Went in. Look the clip up. Bob and Weave. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. It looked like the last segment. We were just like flipping it to each other, and they're trying to make a fucking score happen. Oh, it was unreal. That that, uh that game kind of had our house divided. It was it like did. me and JP versus Parks, like on, uh, yeah, who but we were rooting for. I, I think we both. I hadn't bet that game, uh, so I wasn't like rooting hard for App State. I think I did, because uh, he was betting on it. We knew he had a line, and so we were like, as soon as that got picked off, I was like, you know what? House, house, house. <laughs> it's just, it's the only Parks one is thing. just like Parks is like all we need is a pick six here right now, and like there's just no way it should happen. <laughs> yeah. Guy fucking chucks one, somehow gets it. He just, house, house, house. He's like, just tackle him, just tackle him. Holy shit, he's still going. Tackle him. Oh, my God. House, house. And we're fucking jumping around. Yeah, that was electric. Absolutely electric factory. Yeah, don't give any more conference title picks there, Shafe, too. We got a segment later I, on that. I was say sorry. Yeah, but that's my – that I, the only good. reason I got into it is because it's non-Power no 5. Um, but yeah, that is my only uh, – only – future bet let me let me give you guys this unless does anybody have any more future bets they've actually placed uh no i throwed my three out there i know i don't know if parks does or reese does or if they're still looking because if, if, if not mine's not really a future bet so we can go to yours but i was just going to ask everybody how they feel about nebraska minus 12 and a half that's a lot. That's a lot. I don't know how you i don't know given the history of the last two or three years In i don't know how you put I don't know how you put money on Nebraska spreads first game of the year. I, I don't just know, don't know how, how you I don't know what to yourself. think of Northwestern more so. Like a North, this would be a year Northwestern goes What's and wins. What's the over-under on that one? 50? 50. That seems but like the, an I, under. I feel like Northwestern is going to score a lot. Northwestern was an 11-point underdog last year. You mean Illinois? No, no, no. Northwestern went in. Yeah. They played Nebraska. And that's the thing. It's like Northwestern should get killed. Like they're ba- they're a bad football team. But I'm talking like history of Nebraska in their first game of the year, the last couple of years. Like it just hasn't. It, it's just not been good. Yeah. No matter who they play. I mean, we thought Illinois was going to be bad last year. Uh, speaking of first games of the year, I kind of like Illinois in the ten. I got to be honest. I think Wyoming's going to be brutal. Yeah, new quarterback, I, I agree. new running back, the inability to move the football. I think Illinois. Yeah, I think Illinois should win that game by 20. So that, that I haven't bet that that might be a game in week zero that we're flying around on in this podcast. Okay. So let, future. Let me uh no, let me just list these off to you guys. Staring at the Heisman trophy futures right now. And I didn't know this because I was looking for it. Because I know that there's been talks and it's been crazy how everyone is high on Will Anderson winning the Heisman trophy, like as a dark horse. And I thought, like, defensive guy, he's probably plus 15,000. No, no. He's at fourth right now on DraftKings at plus 
1500 Saw that. As a linebacker for Alabama, you are plus 1500 odds to win the Heisman Trophy. That's insane. That's yeah, absolutely they, uh, insane. That smells stinky. He should have been in New York last year. I just, I personally wouldn't play a defensive player to win a Heisman just because it's so rare. You know what I'm saying? And those, like, those odds seem odds so low to me to, to bet it. So low. I don't. I haven't found a Heisman. I don't usually bet Heisman because usually when people vote on it are trash, and it's a whole thing, whole different argument we get into. But the odds are weird, man. I don't feel comfortable Super anywhere. Weird. I mean, Rattler's still Rattler's still in the top twenty at plus fifty five hundred. The guy played yeah. four games last year. He was awful. I if mean, you threw if you threw five on, it would win you seventy five straight up. So that's that's for reference what plus fifteen hundred does for you. Sounds like if I put five hundred on it, I'm winning a lot more money. Hey, don't give me. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was Bijan Robinson? Wasn't he like a top five favorite last year too? He's Close, sitting there yeah. at five at plus two thousand. I just yeah, don't understand these odds. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just don't understand these odds and where. I don't know. I'm just staring at some of these guys, and it's like. Yeah, just, I don't know where to go with that either. People out of a hat, just thinking they're gonna have a good year. All right. Yeah, I just I don't know. I, Does anybody have any any pitch in the dark at anyone they would put any sort of money on? Yeah, you know, I thought about this. Um, I like CJ Stroud to win it. I don't you know he's the f- not worth the price. Uh, if I also looked at um. Jameer Gibbs, I think that's interesting in Alabama. If he's a featured guy there for them, and he is the – if he splits time, there's trouble. But then he's going to split votes with Bryce Young. Um, that's the same thing with, like, uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Travion Henderson, yep. CJ Stroud. There is a possibility that they all split votes even to get to New York. Uh, so, yeah, right now, straight up, no. No. Yeah, I mean, Hendon Hooker, but are they going to win enough games? Is Tennessee right. going to win enough football games? year um you could look like down the line uh viewers like if texas really stands out and goes and wins nine games he's he will be good like that's why they win nine games because good quarterback play so maybe that's somewhere you could go with it uh did you see Cade klubnik has heisman odds just in I case saw, oh, yes. he gets in for, uh, uh, dj that's yeah, crazy see and that's what i'm saying it's just ridiculous and and i think that Honestly, I think you flip a coin. I think Stroud or Bryce Young wins it. It's just it's it's a chalk pick. It's boring, but like, but at the same time, I'm, it's only plus two twenty and plus three eighty. Like, it's not worth your money. What I about believe. listen? What about Jaron Hall, BYU at plus ten thousand? He was really good last year. They play a lot of big games this year. They're supposed to be good again. There's if they're not I playing mean, for a national title. Yeah, I was gonna say if they're not if they're they not playing for like this college. If it's not like a Desmond Ritter college football playoff who, who, type, who was the talk. last guy that won it that wasn't like on a legit title? Contender? Lamar. I feel like Lamar I was, was, was like Lamar, right? Yeah, and he had yeah. to be. He was absolutely. And that's because that guy just put up video game numbers. Like Jordan, every Jordan. single game. You should have won two. He should have won two Heisman's. You'll never convince me Get, otherwise. Gary Bohannon is on there at plus twenty thousand. I'd like, the for the USF, I'd right? like Jared Hall. I got to be honest. Jared Hall plus ten thousand five dollars to win five hundred. I'm just, I'm just saying. There's a chance. There's, there's a chance with any of these guys. That's that yeah. might honestly be. If and I haven't looked at the NFL MVP voting, 
Um, but that I would much rather take an MVP for the NFL. Give than, me Joey B. Because I mean, at least the MVP they somewhat it's not that bad of a pick. I mean, I know a lot of people like to shit on because Rodgers won it last year, correct? Yes. I just yes, he did. And, and then he, he played terrible in the playoffs. I get it. But, like, I mean, that was right. I mean, he was the best. They were the, looking like the best team. Uh, he That's debatable. That's debatable. <laughs> debatable which what part? Heard that? Uh, that Aaron Rodgers was the right choice. I just think given the regular season, I thought the Packers were going to – I think I had them down to them and the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. I think I had the Packers winning it. So, like, looking at it from the regular season perspective, I, I still think Cooper Cup gets it. I, oh, yeah. I mean, there's a legitimate yeah, that, argument. It's, just, it's the quarterback thing, right? Like, it's right, your yeah. quarterback. People see quarterbacks at a lot higher standard, whether or not Reese – I'm gonna say at the end of this at the end of this discussion, I have an I have a question. Okay. And I, I yeah, go ahead, Shaver. I was just gonna say I'm sta- you're, that's a great point, uh, JP, because I'm staring at it, and I think the first twenty guys on DraftKings, they're all quarterbacks, including how, I mean that's Jalen Hurts, Matt Ryan, yeah, <laughs> Trey Lance, and outside of um, Devontae Smith last year, I think. Eight of the last ten Heisman winners are are quarterbacks, and I think they hold since two thousand. Out of the twenty, I think sixteen or something like that. Like it's a heavy, heavy piece. So like I think that's the same thing for like the MVP. Like it is just that important for you to be a quarterback because you're seen yeah, that much, you're talked it. about that much. Like you are the focal point. So that's my piece on it. Do you guys uh, feel like Will Anderson is? The, has like the best chance to win it as a defensive player over anybody else that's been in it recent past for defensive players. Oh man, I just Here's can't my see problem with it. Ndamukong is... Sue put up a season yeah. that should have won the Heisman if you're a defensive player. Yeah, that I was gonna say that was part of my argument. I was just about to bring up one problem for him is that he has the defending Heisman winner Bryce Young. He's not gonna win it again. They just don't do back to back. Like I said, Lamar should have won too. He didn't. Whatever, Manziel. Could have arguably won two, but he didn't. Tebow, same thing down the line. So he's not going to win, but he's going to split votes with Jameer Gibbs and his other teammates that are going to be really talented. But his numbers need to be absolutely yeah. insane. Yeah. If you're going to tell me that Ndamukong's tackle, by the way, if those numbers, you need to literally be 25 be sacks. Like, like it, that's what it feels like. Scooping and scoring, picking six. <laughs> Like, yeah, he's gonna have like crazy. He's gonna have a Heisman moment, like Reese is saying. Like he's gonna have something huge happen. So that, that's my two cents with because then Dominick Sue's season is un. Wasn't Jabril Touched. Peppers? Wasn't he a guy yeah. that like, was getting it, attention to? I was gonna say that was that was my point. Correct. Was like I was referring to you, your example, Reese. Like Peppers and like Tyron Matthew were guys who were looked at, but. Unlike yeah, was Indomitian special Sioux. team shit. Too, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Unlike yeah. Indomitian Sue, they had special teams play, scoring touchdowns and punts. Peppers actually played a little bit of offense. Um, oh, yeah. So, like, they had other things to back them up. So, like JP said, if Will Anderson has any sort of chance, it's going to have to just be ungodly performance. Like, he's going to have to have 
that pick six, yeah. the last game of the year, Alabama's going to have to clearly be the best team, and he's going to have to be the best player on that defense Correct. for any yep. sort of chance. And they have a hell of a linebacking core, and they're going to have a hell of a defensive front. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, oh. that's tough. <laughs> okay, that pretty much wraps up any official Wait, 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 Reese has got a talk. question. Oh, yeah, yeah. What was your question, question Reese? Sorry. So, because NBA, it's NFL, it's whatever, do you think – the MVP should be a regular season award or like the entire season, like including the playoffs. Like it should be awarded after the like Super Bowl and all that shit. Mm. I think, I think it it's after the playoffs, season. all that stuff. Yeah. It's easy to give the award to somebody after the championship game. That's why they have the championship MVP. Like the regular season is earned. There's so many games within a MLB, an NBA, an NFL season, mm-hmm. like they they have gotten their teams to that point. Like, I'll go to like an I, NBA example. I, like, yo- I get that because it's like you you should be the guy. Like, if, if you're the team that goes all the way and you're supposed to go all you're supposed to go all the way, like LeBron James and all that shit. If he goes to the finals, he's supposed to win that. But like, if you're that guy who like you took your team in the regular season, but then you go to the first round, like didn't Jokic like win it the last two years? And they yeah, got that, the first round. That was like, gonna be my example. Shouldn't but, that guy? Shouldn't that guy be taking you further in the first round of the playoffs? You also have to. I mean, they ran into the <laughs> defending champs or the eventual You're the champs, MVP, man. And and for anyone who knows the NBA and how injury prone that Nuggets team was, for them to win as many games as they did and play as well as they did, like. Jokic was just ungodly in in the regular season. So, I mean, to win one game in that series, it's just kind of like, yeah, it's a regular season thing. He For 82 games, he carried this dog shit team, kind of like Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the Packers have never been, like, overly loaded. He kind of carried them last year does take uh, to that one yeah. seed. So, I don't know. It is what you think it is. I don't mm-hmm. really – it's not worth much to anybody anymore, any sort of – most valuable player trophy at the end of the year. You guys ready to do the new segment? Yes. Give her a rip. That's what I was moving into. Um, We're going into that's debatable. Um, We're just going to talk about different topics that obviously we can debate either way. Um, There's two topic ideas tonight. One of them, and this is what we're going to start with. It's pretty self-explanatory. You ever been in a debate club? Hopefully not. If you are, then you are a nerd. (laughs) But let's move on to it. It's topic is how do you fix the top heaviness in college football? So we talked about it. We used a Bartolo Colon reference last week I did. Um, how do we fix that? And I'll pick JP to lead us off. Yep. Here, I, and I think everybody should get like a real quick segment, what you think, and then we can just kind of poke at each other. I think your top heaviness is based a lot around recruiting and the state of like Florida, the state of California, the state of Texas not being locked down by those teams. If you look at Texas and Florida – Miami hasn't been good in a while. Florida hasn't been good in a while. Florida State hasn't been good in a while. All those kids are going to Alabama. They're going to Georgia. They're leaving the state of Texas. I mean, they're going to Oklahoma. They're leaving the state of Texas. Now, A&M has changed that a little bit, and hopefully things will change there. California, Bryce Young's a California kid. DJ Uyunglele is a California kid. All these quarterbacks are now leaving California for greener pastures. And I think if those schools within those states could lock those down a little bit, and make it a little bit tougher for teams to come steal in-state talent. I think you're now broadening the horizons and bringing everybody in, uh, and even the playing field. In all honesty, and it's going to take time, but I think that's your key to it right there. I also think that 
L cap would help a ton. Uh, but those are the two things I think. Like, those are two things that'll level things out for sure. That's I feel like going on your NIL cap really quick. I feel like that's the key because it's never going to be fixed no matter what we talk about if NIL doesn't get capped because teams that are good have fan bases that are invested now because they're good and teams that aren't aren't going to get that money from the community to become good and it's just going to be mm-hmm. an ongoing cycle. Jake? Fair enough. No, that's uh, 100% of what I was literally just going to say. Yeah, I, I think that none of it gets solved unless they – stop allowing like i mean it's just ridiculous that caleb Williams. well i can't use caleb williams as an example because usc is hasn't proven shit yet but bryce young for example i'm sorry i, I understand that maybe i'm old-fashioned in saying this that i i am pro players getting paid but you can't we're not paying you three million dollars i'm sorry i i i don't oh, care what i just kid, don't you can't even legally drink getting paid millions of dollars <laughs> That's if you if you want to be like NBA players are 19 or 20 or whatever and they make the millions of dollars fine go to the NFL go go be a professional I I understand all of this but there needs to be regulation when you are a collegiate and supposed to be an amateur athlete like it's it's just ridiculous amateurs are loose turn now re or uh shape yeah uh, I know I don't I, I despise using that word because they're not they're not, they're not. but they but their fellow classmates are that, and I, I'm not, it's a terrible argument to say that the baseball athletes don't get paid. I get it. The TV revenue is not even fucking close to the same thing, but like you're still going, you're still in the same class. You're still in the same building, the same school, the same environment as these other people. And you're $3 million richer than them. Like I'm sitting next to a guy in fucking math class and he's a millionaire because of a couple of ads that he doesn't even really involve in. I also think that like the small schools are kind of doing it with like Iowa state and stuff. I think that kids should have to earn it. And so it, that's also feels super old fashioned for me to say it like Iowa state as a collective, for instance, where they got to volunteer or do something in the community. I'm getting, I'm getting smirked. I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm laughing at Reese eating these chips over here like it's silent, <laughs> but his mic is right next to his face, so it's like just slowly chewing the chips. Mute yourself. God damn. Just eating chips. chips. I thought I was breaking it down something. for us. I thought I was saying something. I didn't even hear it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was so no, you're good i was just i thought you guys were laughing at me i was like man damn am i really that dumb for saying this no No. i was just saying that it's like a collective like you got to earn to do it like they like go in the community whatever do a job like you're getting paid to do it like you got to do the job you can't just slap your face on something and just get i don't know my argument might be dumb it's not worth it applies to universities as well even if the ncaa doesn't put a cap on it let's say they don't Teams that have the opportunity to that aren't like Wisconsin, for example, you never see any deals going through Wisconsin. They're not going to be in the new football game as of two months ago when I read that article because they're not jumping on and doing all these extensive things for those athletes to make money. So those teams are never going to become like the top part of those conferences. They're going to lose recruits to people who buy into that. So those teams are also putting themselves at a lower level to begin with. Yeah. And I mean, it can, I, it, go ahead, Shafe. So I, I was just saying that I heard on an, an, another podcast, um, Alan Lazard was talking about how NFL guys, and I didn't know this, maybe you guys knew it, 
they get paid like a little bit, like a little bit, meaning two, like 200 grand a year. And they call it the player performance pay and the TV networks pay them. So like hmm. Aaron Rodgers gets paid more, the most on his team because you're turning on Fox to watch Aaron Rodgers play the Cowboys or whatever. So like, he's the one that's bringing in the ratings. So the guys on the, the studs on the team, the stars, the guys with the most stats are getting paid, but the linemen are getting paid. The receivers are getting paid. Everybody's getting paid their cut. But it's like a it's like a famous actor on the movie. Like they're gonna get paid more than the than the side characters. So I think interesting. In, in, in like Fox and CBS, we saw last week what the Big Ten's going to be making now from the Fox from Fox and CBS. Like you you can't tell me uh, those kids can't get a little bit of that money. That the the ones that play too, not the I not the walk ons or whoever, but the ones that play perform and why we're watching the game. They'll end up getting some, but it's all going to come down to the conference. It's going to have to take the conferences coming together. It's going to have to take the schools coming together and then the TV deals as well to divvy that up if they want to. It's not crazy to think that they have a pool that they just disperse among their players at some point in time. But I think if you, it all kind of ties back into recruiting, like I was saying. Another like it, it was different then as to why kids were leaving the states and going other places just because the states are pro of programs within the state there. But now with this, if they're already ahead from past years, they are moving farther and farther ahead because of this piece that we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. in order for them to lock those states back down, they're now you've seen it at Miami. They put in all this new money into the football program, facilities, coaches, NIL deals, flow like a ton. SMU just came out with that massive yeah, one for all I their kids. That. And like you just schools need to figure out a way to do it because it's the wobble. Do whatever you want. It's all legal. Just go do it. Now, all these schools probably have something in the works, but it needs to be capped. There needs not not necessarily a salary cap, but a how much this kid can make per year, you know, for whatever. And it cannot be even delivered to them until they're there for two years or a full year can't use it as a recruiting pitch. I think that right. it needs to be changed within the aspect of you sign here. Here's your deal that you get before here. That's horse. That should not be. Do you, that's what I was going to say in, in two to three years. Do you feel like we could debunk this whole argument just based upon how Alabama turns out versus AM, or is there not enough circumcises there where AM gets the number one recruiting class for the first time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never heard that term? Say, no, say, yeah, say, anybody else hear that? We're talking about circumcisions in here all of a sudden. <laughs> no, we're not talking about circumcisions. I'm talking about circumcising, trimming off the top. Take it off, man. No, it trim it off, trim it off the top. Trim it off the top. That's what circumcise. No, circumcise. I'm trimming it off the top. We could debunk this argument right at the top, like a circumcision. You're welcome. That's a vocabulary <laughs> fucking expert right I'm there. so glad Jordan said something because I thought I was the only one who heard it. And I thought I was like, hang on. <laughs> no, you can use that. That's, that's good. That's People funny. People will learn. That's um, okay. So as I was saying correctly, that do you think A&M would have had the top recruiting class if it weren't for NIL? And like, let's say in two to three years, A&M is better. Do you feel like our entire argument here is debunked because NIL actually brought A&M to the top? Oh man, I don't know. Like, it's hard to say that without it, they would have been or wouldn't have been. 
but it's also hard to say that like it was because it's legal. So who cares? You know what I mean? It. I would have to legitimately see the numbers that were there, what Alabama gave, what these guys gave. You know what I mean? What the difference is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're not going to release that. They just won't. The boosters won't. The school won't. The ads, whatever, they won't. Uh, I do think what's going to happen, though, is at some point in time, these boosters and these people who are actually giving the money, these companies are going to get screwed over by some kid that comes in for a year and doesn't pan out and just blows all this money, stops putting time in football. But you still owe him $5 million the next two years because you told him he gets the money and they sign this contract or whatever. These guys are going to end up saying you have to be here for three years and then it's going to, you know, three years. If you're not here for three years, you don't get the money or you don't get you only get 30% of it instead of 70 and then you get the last 100 when you graduate but then you could also spit it in the aspect of incentive based you do you score this many touchdowns you throw for this many yards you do this uh you win this football game I'll give you a little bit more like that kind of stuff i think that's way closer to happening than a cap it feels like i think you're just one or two boosters and companies getting absolutely screwed by an 18 year old kid that quit like quit the program basically because he didn't care anymore. He got paid and he's done, you know? Right. And and do you think this is going back to your question that we initially started with, do you think it's ruining the sport, how top heavy it's become? And, and another question that tails off that is how do you think college football differs so much from the NFL, especially now with payment going on? Like why is the NFL so different in the fact that it has its couple of teams that's usually in the hunt, but it's not so top heavy that it's mm-hmm. consistently in the Super Bowl every year. But college football is kind of it's kind of same now because you get the transfers next to trades, you get the payment mm-hmm. next to payment. So what is going to separate? Is it going to become less top heavy? It is not getting ruined by it. It is slowly moving in the wrong direction. Ruined okay. yeah. as long as there are Saturdays across every place in every stadium in the country that means something to somebody and diehard fan bases in the state of Iowa, in Nebraska, in uh, Manhattan, Kansas, like. As long as the Saturday in the regular season means everything, as it does for a lot of people and diehard fans and diehard college football fans as a sport, as long as that is there, it's not going to be. That's the essence of it. It's the idea of a fall Saturday and games on the TV. That's, That's the bottom line. That Saturday means honestly more to me and to a lot of people than that Sunday does. You know what I'm saying? Like a false Saturday feels a lot different than a false Sunday. That's all I'm going to say. Like it's different. It's a different sport. It needs to be a different sport. They feel completely different. They act completely different. There's different things around them. They're different, but it is starting to feel a little bit the wrong way. Right. Say, so would you guys, would you guys rather have your, would you guys rather have Iowa, Iowa State, Nebraska win a title or the Vikings, Broncos, or Colts? The Iowa Hawkeyes I'd for sure. I would sell an entire leg from the knee down for Nebraska to win a national title race. The thought, I, I mean. And then I would dominate the Paralympics. <laughs> I uh, I mean, obviously, I would like, I would pick Iowa State, but that's not the realistic option. And it's just not, it's not for JP. No, it's not, not, no not, about, not about realistic. It's like, what would you rather have? Because that's, that's like going off of JP's ideas. Like, what would you rather, like, that's why Saturdays are always going to mean more to people is because, like, you like those two at least without hesitation were like college like they, no, yeah. they, who is, like they were like I want this like that's no, why for, I think like it just you're right and no for the first time 
in my entire lifetime, last season was the first time I actually stared at my team and I was like, holy shit, like we're on the national spectrum. Like we can actually compete for something. Um, but I think with the direction that it's heading, I think all three of us could face uh, our teams not really playing for anything. And maybe they'll play for more because they're in the Big Ten and they'll be a part of some super conference. But, I mean, if, as an Iowa State fan, I could stare at my team in 15 years and be like, Iowa State has zero chance to play for some sort of national championship. Like, it's not even – they're not in the same realm. They're not in the same competition. They're not in the same division. Uh, let's let's get this off the plate, though. Let's get this um, – both of you fucking losers have seen your team win a Super Bowl. I've never seen either or them even be We're not close. talking about – we're not talking about – I'm talking about college football – national championship the thought but okay also also hold on the vikings have had numerous 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 chances and they're a professional team they've had numerous chances to win a championship game they've had talented teams like that is that is its own different conversation the last time we played in an nfc championship case keenum was our quarterback that wasn't that long ago I'm saying like five years we, ago we're we exactly. And that's what I'm saying is like, we're heading to a point in college football where Iowa, Iowa state, Nebraska, there is no conversation for them even having a sliver of a chance to play in some college football playoff tournament, whatever the fuck will be formed in the next 20 years. Like we'll be like, right. Oh yeah, we might win tier number two. I get to beat fucking Iowa state gets to beat fucking Oklahoma State in tier number two. Oh, this is awesome. Like, it ain't the fucking same thing. This isn't what we play for. Like, in the back in the day, we were all Power Five conferences. We had some of the top ten teams in our conference. We all looked forward to playing each other. We all looked forward to the challenge of beating that national team. And, like, we're facing a challenge that we might never play Oklahoma again. We never might never play Ohio State again. Like, I don't know. I might be just rambling. No, you're right. I was going to say you're spot on. I agree completely, uh, but it breaks my heart because that is where all three teams are headed. Well, they're kind of at that. Since Nebraska's been in the Big Ten, they've been there. Iowa, Nebraska have the same amount of titles for Big Ten and New Year's Six Bowl wins. Iowa State's been down there too. Like it's just, And I don't see the top falling. I don't. I don't. Especially, like I said, it goes back to the NIL thing where the communities are behind them, so... There's going to be no reason for them to leave or not be the only thing that could level it out. JP, closing thoughts? Yeah, I I, I just think it goes back to the original two points I made. Uh, recruiting, putting a cap on things, and the ability for teams to come back. Basically, they'll get to the spotlight of the sport in the state of Florida, in the state of Texas, in the state of California. Not that I care about the California schools. But it really helps when they're locking down Southern California kids and they're staying there. Okay. Let's move in to the next topic. We'll be quicker on this one because we do have two things left to cover. We're already 40 minutes in. Um, let's talk about what is the ideal playoff size. We're still on debating side. Um, let's all just say a number. Go across and say a number starting with Schaefer, then the JP, then the race, and I'll say my number. And then if two of us on our team versus the other two, or we might just all be solo, let's go. I'm going to – I say I say six. I think the first two teams, uh, top two teams in the country, should earn a bye. So one and two gets for a now. bye. I think your four is fine right now. I think four is fine. Eight. 
peanut butter. Reese's, 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 Reese's got 10. What, how do you how do you play how do you bracket a 10 10 team bracket first four one seeds in, buys one and two one and two buys eight teams play eight teams play uh, it's like the fucking think about, NFL think, think about wild like, card because nobody gives up like top 10 right now doesn't mean shit unless it's like you know new year's six but if you're in a new year's six you still get guys that opt out i'm not like i'm not a i'm just not about to watch like top ten, two. like top ten back in the day was a pretty big deal. But if you get, I don't know, your your three versus your ten, you're getting, I don't fucking know, you're getting Oklahoma, you're getting Baylor versus some. Say you get that that group of five team that everybody wants to root for and cheer for, like because Cincinnati, that's like last year was their their year. They they got in there and all that stuff. The chance of them make the chance of a group of a power five making it into a a four-team college football playoff, or maybe even a six, like in the next five years, like maybe one time it's going to happen. If you expand it a little bit, I, I'm saying ten because everybody, else, I want, I just want to have a different number. But like I think eight even wouldn't be bad. Like I think the 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 bigger you make it, at least ten, top ten, so like top ten then means something. And then because right, right where it's at right now, five through. Five through ten is the exact same thing. Like if I'm six, I'll guess what I'm not making the title. If I'm seven, I'm not making it. Like whatever the fuck it is. Like I think you give those group those power fives a better chance of getting into those games, getting that that seven or eight or nine or whatever, and they can go into a game where they have a a realistic chance to move past just more of that first round, and they can have a chance to do something. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> After last year and after Cincinnati making it, I'm just – I'm good with, like, no group of five playing ever again. Like, they had their chance. It was, like, great, and I'm probably going to offend everybody who's a group of five supporter. Listen, you had a very talented team of which one of those receivers is playing for my team now. So, like, the talent was there. Like, the NFL talent was on that football team. That was your best talent you threw out as a group of five member on the field, and it wasn't even close. The score, I get it, it was low, but there was no way Cincinnati was scoring. So moving forward, you had your chance. We see what happens when you put your most talented group of five team together against a playoff team. It's not going to happen. I don't care to watch it. I don't care to see it. What about the other side? What about Michigan? Michigan looked like shit, too. They got pounded. What about that UCF team that went undefeated a couple years ago? And they go on to beat LSU. That UCF team was not better than this Cincinnati team. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm just – I'm not – wasn't. I'm not there. Also, I'm not for it. I don't if know. If you're going to complain, like a lot of people do, about the same four or five teams constantly getting into a four-team playoff, why are you complaining about games being blowouts if you want to put <laughs> yeah. number 10 through 6 in the fucking thing? Listen, <laughs> yeah. the deal is – if there are already blowouts, which is back to the top heavy thing we were talking about, why expand it? It doesn't happen. Cinderella St. fucking Peters yeah. win a game. It's not going to happen. They're just not. And if, 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 if somehow college football is now set back on a level pedestal and somehow they do the tier thing like you guys talking about, they do a relegation system, blah, blah, blah. Maybe. Still probably not. Just saying. If you throw in – Oklahoma State last year, which I think finished top 10, Big 12 runner-ups, whole thing. If you throw 
Baylor in there last year that won the Big 12. They are getting so by that Georgia team and by that like it's just yeah. how it works. And I get and I am a I love the group of five. I love cultural as a whole. Every conference I pay attention to, I look, trust me. There's no one that pays more attention to every single conference and team in the country than us three sitting right here. So we can say this. It's just not feasible to expand this thing outside of you want to fatten your pocketbooks as TV executives and conference commissioners. It's not possible. There's no reason to do it. You're literally trying to just fill your pocketbooks. You're going to end up with more blowouts. Maybe now going back to like Reese is saying, you know, the, what do you say, Reese, the seedings, you had eight teams, like the four playing the five, like what if Cincinnati was a five and they played, you know, a four that was Michigan. Maybe they have three, more was it three, ver, three, three versus 10, four versus yeah, nine, something like that. Six, they, whatever the yeah, fuck. they do. They realistically have a better shot of winning that football game. A hundred percent, 110% they do. They do not have a chance of winning another one and another one and winning a national title. It's just not but feasible. That could, you, but you that could plug, help recruiting wise. If you have you a team that's in that chance every year, year, that could help. I don't it's not going to help because now everybody's getting in the playoff. Everybody's yeah. getting in. Now Pitt's in. Now Baylor's in. You think they would still go to the two teams that are powerful with more money attached to them that are also in the playoff? It's not as braggable to say you're in the New Year's Six as much anymore because you're not in the playoff. It's the same concept. It's just a trickle effect. But nobody gives a. I feel like nobody gives a fuck about New Year's Six anymore. It's no, either you're well, in the that's, playoff that's, or they don't give that's a fuck. My that's situation. what I'm saying. I'm saying if you make it eight or if you make it six, eight, ten, whatever the fuck, you make it a little bit bigger, and you give teams more of a chance to get in there, like then then it means something to like to more teams, like, and that can help yes. with recruiting wise. Like, guess what? We we not might we not might not be top one, top two every year, but we might be able to sneak in at seven or eight, and that's gonna help you bring in more guys, more money, and shit like that. I think so too. But you're also in those situations going to tarnish an SEC title game where those both those and whether they win or lose, they're in that playoff. That game doesn't mean it. So you're you're losing yeah, that meaning yeah, of it. If you're expanding the playoff, you gotta. If if you're expanding the playoff, you get rid of conference title games. Like you just get rid of them. <laughs> yeah, I think it's you sort like of game at some point anywhere. What we're missing a big point in this as well. How about the fact of think of how many arguments arise, and this goes against me. This is one of the downsides I was going to talk about. Think of how many arguments arise between who deserves to be the four and who deserves to be the five. Think about how you argue that somebody's the ninth or the eighth best team in the country. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you're splitting hairs. You're splitting yeah. hairs. Yeah. So that's that's a common opponents because they don't play common opponents in the most situations. I mean, what about uh, three and four then? Three and four is different a little bit. Like, but you're still it's still tough. It's still tough. Usually, you have a conference, t- two conference champions that are fighting for that spot. In most instances. So it makes it a little easier. Once you get out to 10 or 8 or 9, you're picking teams who maybe got first or, or excuse me, second or th- maybe even third in their conference. And now I got third in the SEC. You got second in the Big Ten. Who's better? We didn't play anybody the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you go into strength schedule and the whole FPI factor and all that stuff. But, I mean, it gets tough quick. Fair. Okay. Let's move on to the next thing. Um, this one's going to be short. Just Let's just go everybody one time around. Um, let's go with best and worst bets of the 2021 football season. I'll lead it off because mine's pretty quick. We talked about it last year. If you haven't been a part of this or if you hadn't listened to this, it was a crazy play. I had Clemson minus nine and a half at home um, against Virginia, I want to say. And Clemson was up seven 
on the last play of the game, Virginia fumbled on a crazy lateral play. Clemson picked it up and scored and covered the nine and a half. <laughs> so uh, I will take that. Who, as my who best had Florida outlet. State that game? It was Florida State. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you did. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we, right. could make a, we could make a whole fucking podcast about In my bad case day. We all forgot last year. who had him on that. Ground. I guarantee you that everybody on this board right now could take a bet that they won and Schaefer's on the other side of it. <laughs> I guarantee it. But that would be my oh, because I had no business winning it and I knew that I was going to have a tough couple weeks afterwards because I did. JP. Uh, Best bet, uh, North Carolina State plus 10, North Carolina State money line at home against Clemson. That was my favorite one just because I was really, really rooting for him. And I just thought that number was absurd with the situation it was. That was my favorite one. Uh, worst one, how about under 66 and a half, Arkansas travels to Oxford, Mississippi. That game ends 51-52. Woof. That's just, I mean, what are we doing? We're not even trying, apparently. Like, we weren't even looking. We weren't. We just thought, took oh, you work. over at a hundred and a half. <laughs> exactly. That's brutal. Bad. Bad. That was a great football game to watch. It was. Jake, uh, Jake, do you have one? I could. Do you have a list of worst bets? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Pull also, up the Excel first of document. all, first of all, you got to. My best bet. I got to give playoff. myself a little bit of credit. I had a great bet last year. I was Week all on Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Wisconsin, you guys remember that Notre Dame was underdogs. Yeah, you were all over Notre Dame. They smoked Wisconsin. I have to give myself a little bit of credit, but <laughs> the, out of all, of, I went. I went back. To, you guys might want to put this to our TikTok page. For, you want some free content here? I had to go back and look through all of the horrendous bets that I've been a part of last season, but I think the one that stands out the most was a Friday night in Boise, Idaho. <laughs> Boise State delivers a perfect drive, perfect six-minute drive, running the football. Burma, uh, who is what was his name for quarterback? Bach uh, JP Bach, 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 Hank Bachmeyer was just delivering balls, driving down the field. They score to get, uh, go up sixteen, to go up sixteen with 30, 30 seconds left. No timeouts on Wyoming's side. We are up sixteen. We need fourteen. We are in perfect position. I'm thinking the boys in Cheyenne are ready to, or in Laramie, sorry. They're ready to just kneel it, get out of there. They're done with their night. They're done with the season. No, they have a lot of fight left in them. <laughs> and so do they have zero timeouts. Their quarterback throws a, throws a hitch route. He gets tackled inbounds. It's over. No sweat. No thinking about it. No, the boys are back on the football. They are going no huddle. <laughs> Boom. Next snap. Takes a snap. Little five-yard slit. We got a couple of guys there. Little do I know the boys in Boise wanted to give up on the play. 75 yards to the fucking house as time expires. They win the game by 10. Unbelievable. Just need to stop. What are we playing for anymore? Cowboys. Can't cover the number. I think that was the worst one. Had to be. I was sick to my stomach on a Friday <laughs> night of all nights. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's tough to follow, Reese. <laughs> Reese, I don't I know mean, if you put any bets in. I couldn't put any in last year. I don't know if he had any that were. Well, Reese early. was a part of. He, I mean, he I put. I mean, I put like for the. I was. I was around for the first two weeks, but I don't. I didn't have anything that bad. Like I remember, I. I bet on the the Cowboys. Uh, 
Tampa Bay, like, season opener, I hit the over, and I'm pretty sure that hit. And, like, other than that, I remember I took – I think I took the Chargers plus one against the against the Commanders, and, like, that was – Did you take Fresno State week one with Schaefer? Oh, I took every – every. Uh, oh, shit, Schaefer. Who, who did Florida play, like, fucking week two? They were, like, a 35-point favorite. It was, like – I think it was USF. They were coasting all game, and it was, like – it was like 49 or 52-nothing. And then all of a sudden, like, we were like, oh, it's looking good. And all of a sudden, USF comes back and, like, they – No, wait, Reese. Reese, I have yours. Tennessee, Purdue, Music City Bowl, you had the under. Oh, shit, that's <laughs> right. It was looking so fine. We, oh, we, need, we, need, we need, like, a stop. There was, like, six minutes left or five minutes left. Just needed a stop. We could have got it. Could have ran it out. Dude, there was like 35 points in three minutes. Like, I was yeah. like, this what thing the fuck was going happened? Way under. It was going <laughs> like it was there was he needed 27 points in four minutes and they put up 40. I'm not kidding. It was incredible. Yeah, we were watching that in your apartment. That's fucking right. I was like, oh, we got this. We're fine. All of a sudden, one tip ball, or like one guy tries to some guy misses a an easy tackle. Like 40 yards on the sideline. And then after that, it was just like, you want to score? Yeah, fucking go ahead, man. Like, just go, go, go. <laughs> you guys want to know. fucking how, right. We were talking about uh, Hawaii and Vanderbilt way earlier and how I was going to double down. Uh, just looking back at my bets, I doubled down on Colorado State minus six and a half against Vanderbilt. I remember it was a 930 kick. I was so sure Colorado State was going to win the game. They lost by three. They couldn't even cover six and a half. I was oh, unbelievably down bad. bad. football teams. <laughs> Just brutal. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Okay. Well, that wraps up everything for this week. We went a long time. Um, but we will move conference Just championship talk for next week. People. Yeah. We got a lot of content. That's another hour's worth of content for you. We'll play out with a good song, but it was fun. We're going to go into next week. One thing we're definitely going to include that I need that we need to talk about. We're really close. We'll be a week out, week and a half out next time we record. We'll do team t- conversations. That way, all family that's in here, friends that are close that have similar interest in college football teams, we'll do our previews of what we expect, what we talk about, and we'll actually, I want to go through the schedule of each person's team. And talk and Schaefer's showing it's his bet red, board right now. It's football season. <laughs> like this stock, it's like this year's stock market, just a complete crash. I don't, I don't see a peak. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. Um, okay, but that wraps up everything. We'll move a lot of things to next week. We'll cover a lot then. Um, but thanks for joining us this time around. Follow us on all socials if you haven't. Check out Booked on Saturdays, and we'll see you next time. Deuces. Play piano, man. Oh wait, sorry, Jake. What uh, what do you want to play? Mm. Uh, Come on, man. We already did the wrap up. You can't take. That I'm anymore. gonna do in the arms of an. A- we, 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 we I'm gonna what we the since fuck we is that pick? Since we relive some sad bad. Oh my god. Some some <laughs> terrible bad the beats in the arms of. This week, and we need something <laughs> uplifting. What are you talking about? Okay. Schaefer went with the ASPCA song. Got it. (laughs) Everybody can skip this part. Happy Thursday. Have a sad drive to work. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) Spend all your time waiting for 
Come for 